Hello and welcome to the teaching podcast of Coastal Community Church, where our mission is to be love in Jesus Christ to the lost and found in our community. For more information about what Coastal is all about, visit SebastianChurch.com. Now please prepare your heart to receive whatever God may have for you in today's sermon. I want to thank you for joining us in worship. You guys know my dysfunction. I have to have the grain this way. Did you know that? I just, it's, I'm weird. That's just one of the many weird things. Another weird thing is my brother who slipped in the back door and is standing against the back wall, uh, visiting from Alabama. He did not. Nieces. Um, Nate was our worship, uh, was our worship leader uh, back at the farmhouse, and then again uh, a few years later in the middle school, and, uh, and it's just great to have him come and visit. You know, of course, he's family, but he's also your family, too. Once a coastal family member, always a coastal family member. All right. Well, uh, welcome to Breakthrough. This is more than just a series. This is a challenge. And uh, I hope that you'll take it. Uh, This is not a mandated challenge. You get to choose if you want to be a part of it, but I hope you will. Um, Pastor Ron, uh, I think, kind of alluded to this, that this was not the planned uh, sermon series for this time period. In November, I set all this stuff up and had everything all ready through May. It's what I do. I like having stuff ready and prepared. And on the Christmas break, I'm sitting there and actually I'm running and the Holy Spirit starts speaking to me and messing with my plan. You know, you ever have that problem? It's a good problem. Uh, It's just then you got to figure out what you're going to do with it. And he gives me this word and I'm not telling you like, like, you know, like heaven opened up, but he told, he said to me, breakthrough, what the church needs isn't the sermon series that you neatly had planned. They need breakthrough. And so I know that because so do I. And, and, I, and I began thinking about all the scenarios, the, the connect cards with prayer requests on them, and all the hurting people that have been in my office, and all the broken uh, families and difficulties that people have been going through, and all the addiction that I've seen in our community. We need a breakthrough. And we serve a God who's capable of it. You may have already given up on it, learned to live with it, but God will bring your breakthrough. Uh, I lead a a medical mission in Uganda, and uh, I'm a pastor, not a doctor, but we have some great medical people that travel with us, and once I lead the team over there, get them all ready, I am whatever they need, and they needed, um, they often need me to hold down children uh, so that they can um, perform procedures on them that the child might move during, such as cleaning wounds, digging things out of ears, etc., and this mom, she knew that the white guy spoke Luganda, so she came up to me, and she says, Musumba, that's pastor, I really, I need your help, I need my, my son, he, he, he can't hear, his, his ear is broken, he's deaf in the one ear, and it's been one year, and uh, I thought maybe I misheard, I thought she was thinking I'm a doctor, and I said, ma'am, I, I, I can't help, Sidi Musawo and Musumba, I'm not a doctor, I'm a, I'm a pastor, and, but I said, I will get you to the doctor, 
And so I want you to know today, I'm not here to be the doctor. I'm gonna get you to the doctor. I'm not here to, like I, I heard from God very audibly, this is what we're supposed to teach on. And I'm not saying that because I think this is gonna be an amazing sermon series. I'm saying that because I believe you're going to be introduced to an amazing breakthrough in Jesus' name. And so I wanna introduce you to the doctor today. I want us to be, I want us to get rid of hopelessness and believe that there is a breakthrough possible. Now as uh, Nurse Sheila from Savannah, Georgia, uh, I'm holding uh, this boy's head, the 10-year-old boy's head as she's, you know, uh, examining the ear and pulling out potatoes, etc. cetera. Uh, she, she says, Pastor Seth, you ain't gonna believe this. And she says, can you get me those tweezers over there? And I'm like, what's about to happen? Am I gonna keep my lunch? And she, <clears throat> she digs out of this boy's ear a bean that had been in there for almost a year. He gets up out of the chair and shouts, hallelujah, I've been healed. <laughs> and... I felt like I had a part of that. All I did was hold his head still and let him see the doctor and he was healed. And I hope that's what we get to see as a community, uh, as a church. I wanna get a glimpse into your breakthrough. So this is a community challenge. This is not a, well, I'm just gonna sit with Jesus quietly and ask him for him to do something. No, you may have already tried that. We're gonna do this communally. We're gonna do this together. We're gonna lift up whatever breakthrough, whatever stronghold has a grip on you. And we're gonna pin it to the cross because we trust that Jesus has the power to defeat it, amen? And so you may have tried everything else, man. Maybe that... That, that uh, I didn't, you know, my Luganda is somewhat limited, so I didn't continue the conversation, but perhaps that, that mom had already tried washing it out with water. Perhaps that mom had already tried, um, uh, they call it uh, traditional medicine, which includes paganism. Who knows what she tried, but it didn't work until she came to the doctor. So I invite you to come to the doctor this morning. And for the next 28 days, I'm calling you to a time of prayer and a time of, y'all are gonna think we're weird, fasting and a time of studying the word together. So I invite you to commit to this time of prayer, fasting. I invite you to commit to be here each week. I invite you to see what God's gonna do. And even if it isn't your preferred prescription or your preferred outcome, I pray that you'll get excited about someone else's breakthrough also. So during this series and during this challenge, we're gonna be talking about unlocking divine power to demolish strongholds. Can you look at somebody next to you? Because they need to hear this and say, you have divine power. All right, if, if, they're, if they're your spouse, go ahead and wink at them. If they're not, don't, don't do that, that's weird. But we're gonna be doing this for the next 28 days, a challenge to discover and navigate how to surrender and allow God to intervene in our, greatest, in our greatest struggles, to embrace God's intervention, to believe in God's intervention, that he can and will do something in your life. 
Now we look at our key verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse four. It's on the screen if you could read it with me. Now, first service struggled with this. So I just wanna wake you up right now because we're gonna read God's word. If you could with me, three, two, one. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Divine power we will demolish strongholds. Now I'm inviting you to this challenge because I believe that everyone has a need for a breakthrough. And some of you may be like, nah, I'm good. Life's fine. I don't know what hole you dug up in, but I kinda wanna join you there. I wanna join you in your complacency and apathy because maybe, you know, but I need a breakthrough. And if you do too, I'm gonna challenge you to allow the Lord to point out what area you need a breakthrough in, because there may be a blind spot you hadn't even thought of, and he says, this is it, this is where I want to work. I'm not pointing at anybody in particular, some of you got, okay, sorry. <laughs> I can't really see, but if the Lord, the Holy Spirit's working, then yeah, the finger goes, the, the finger, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I don't know what the Holy Spirit's doing, so it's up to you. So this is a time of prayer, and the most important elements of any breakthrough is prayer, because we must call on God in order to have his divine power. And so I'm inviting you to commit, to commit yourself to a scheduled time of prayer every day. Now because, uh, while we're gonna have a communal time of prayer and fasting, we are not going to require and mandate how it happens. So I want you to decide for your own schedule. Some of you are great morning people and others, lash out irrationally in the morning. So you decide when you want to come to Jesus, when you want to come to Jesus in prayer. And so set that time. Alarms need set, places need set. You may need to say, hey kids, tomorrow morning, dad's gonna have on his noise canceling headphones at the table and that's your signal. Be quiet and stay, you know, just give me a little space until I've spent some time with Jesus. So if y'all could stop from killing each other during that time, that would be great, right? So commit to a time of, of prayer every day where you will seek. So believe that God is capable of intervening in your life. So prayer is easy for anybody, even if you're new to the faith or you haven't even put your faith in Jesus yet. Today's the day, let's do that. But even if you're new to the faith, like if you can talk and carry on a conversation, I'm pretty sure most of you can, then you can pray. Because you can just, hey, God, I need your help. Let me just suggest, you know, you start with, you start with telling them what you're so grateful for. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my loved ones. Thank you for my church. Thank you, et cetera. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my car, even though it breaks down often. Thank you, and then you go on to, Lord, I'm lifting up my family. I'm lifting up my friends. I'm lifting up my coworkers. I, they need something from you, God, and then, Ask him for the breakthrough. Lord, I am trusting you for a breakthrough in this area. I've struggled. I've, stu I've struggled to hear you. I must have a bean in my ear because I'm not hearing you correctly and I need to hear from you on this. I need to see movement on this. And spend time with him every day. If, you, if you're just starting, commit to, 
commit, commit to 10 minutes of prayer. Just if you have to, if you're like, I'll never survive, set a timer. Put your phone off. Other than that, you know, airplane mode, set a timer and just talk to God for 10 minutes. I believe you can do it. If you can't do 10, scale it back to five. Some of you, uh, you know, more mature believers, 15, 20, maybe you guys need to pray for an hour. Whatever it is, deepen your prayer life, deepen your connectedness with the doctor. Matthew 7, 7 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. Pray. Next is fasting. And this is where people go, ah, I'm tuning out. These people are weird. <laughs> fasting is when we say no to the flesh. And a lot of times it's hard to say no to the flesh. In fact, some of us haven't said no to the flesh in a long time. And so fasting is an emptying of ourselves physically so that we can be filled spiritually. Now, this is a 28-day challenge, so my recommendation would be don't fast from food completely for 28 days. Uh, I'm not a doctor, just like I said in Luganda, but uh, that's not a good idea. This is a good time for me to make our insurance company happy and for me to publicly on the internet say that if you do fa any fasting related to food, check with your doctor, make sure it fits with your various medications, etc. And I assume no liability. Anyway, <laughs> um, look, this is something I want to introduce to you because it has power. I believe I, I was an adult before I ever fasted. So I wanna introduce to you something that has grown in my own life, I wanna introduce it to you as a tool. And this is not a manipulative tool to get God to do what we want him to do. It's a tool to get us in a place where we can be sensitive to what God wants to do. And so when we empty ourselves, our sensitivity to the presence of God is, it, we're ever more aware of God's presence and God's movement in our lives. God may be already working on your, on your breakthrough and you've been too busy and too full and too uh, saying yes to the flesh too, in too many ways for you to realize that God's already been working on your breakthrough. So what I want you to do is think about what God would have you to surrender. Some of you, hey, by the way, it's okay not to do this, okay? You can still pray and ask God for a breakthrough and not, and not surrender in this area. But I wanna challenge you to go beyond that entry level. I wanna challenge you to get a little further into this than that. I wanna challenge you to take the whole pill. Sometimes when you go to the doctor, you don't like what he has to say, but I wanna challenge you to grow. And so if you've never done this before, um, fasting, a juice fast for three to five days, that's a serious thing. Like that's, and you, you're gonna get to know your body. For me, three to five days is all my body lets me do and then I get sick, okay? Like you just gotta know your body and you gotta know, uh, know kind of where your limits are. So I, I fast food. Uh, for this particular fast, I'll be fasting some diet, some, some things in my, in my food diet as well as my digital diet. Um, I'm gonna be staying away from social media after hours. And, uh, and some of you... Uh, need to focus more on not putting things into your brain than not putting things into your mouth. So go before God and, and, and you make the decision. Like I said, um, I don't recommend the full fast for the, you know, for the whole time. This is, this is where it's between you and God. I'm putting this out before you and you get to decide. I would like to remind you as you pray and as you think about this that uh, the Super Bowl is, uh, is in this little time frame. 
the prepare carefully. Uh, and and by the way, the Lord may be saying, "Hey, no snacks this Super Bowl." I don't know. Okay, okay, I'm just Lord, save me. Okay. We also have a church potluck during this time. Okay, so by that time, most of you, like if you have any serious dietary fasting, you probably should have stopped by then. Okay, so you make the decision. There's the Daniel fast, which is a little more sustainable. You can read all about this stuff at sebastianchurch.com slash breakthrough. We, like Pastor Ron said, we've been creating some resources for you there. There is a great resource about uh, your personal guide to fasting by Bill Bright, the founder of of uh, Campus Crusade for Christ. And, uh, and if you read eight pages of that, man, you're gonna, be, you're gonna know everything you need to know about fasting, okay? All right, if I keep talking about fasting, people will tune out. Um, so we need to get to the, uh, Pastor Ron already told you, we're also gonna be doing a, a communal devotion. We will send those out to our regular attendee uh, list so, uh, on email as well as social media. So even if you're fasting social media, you can still get it via email. I just wanna let you know. Um, we may provide some other opportunities, maybe texting to get that out as well. All right, so uh, it's really important that we do these types of things together as a church, that we do this in community because loneliness is where, uh, is, is, is what lengthens lament. Loneliness, when we isolate, that is what lengthens our time of lament. So we naturally will usually run from community when we're hurting. I know, I know, because I have 22 years of hard evidence as a pastor. <laughs> when people aren't around and they were every week, there's usually, there's usually some, some, some strongholds, some, some struggles that are happening. Some of you are like, well, no, 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 it's just uh, I had someone in town and then the kids got sick and then, yeah, yeah, devil's got your number. Yeah, like, yeah, kids get sick, man. And the devil wants to keep you from your community. And uh, I want you to keep your kids home if they're sick, by the way. Don't, don't misread that, but I don't want you to stay away. I want you to make sure that you commit to being here. The devil would love to keep you fighting your stronghold alone. In fact, in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil's not the guy we dress up for, dress up with uh, on Halloween, you know, with the cute little uh, horns on his head. No, <laughs> the devil is looking for someone to destroy, to consume. He has an appetite, and he wants to meet that appetite. Now, um, it's, it talks about the devil being like a lion, and a lion, he goes after, when he's going after a zebra, he's not looking for, you know, the strongest, best-looking zebra, the, the most powerful zebra. No, he's looking for the one that's kind of got a gimpy leg, the one that's separated from the pack, the one that's all off by themselves. He's going to take out that one while the rest of the herd runs off safely. Don't be the weak, isolated zebra because the devil is on the hunt for the herding. And this is our chance to decide, hey, I'm gonna stay with the, with the herd and I'm going to seek God for a breakthrough. I want his protection, but I also want his deliverance, amen? So I, I wanna open this series with this question, do you want a breakthrough? Because who cares if you don't? If you don't want a breakthrough, then maybe take the next five Sundays off. But if there's something God is calling you to, 
even if you're out of town or the kids are sick, tune in. Because God, like I said, I I really, I don't wanna say these sermons are good because they're gonna be about the same as usual because it's the same guy delivering them. But when God interrupts my plan, I know he has a purpose. So if you're here and you're here to hear this interruption in Pastor Seth's preaching calendar, God has a plan for your breakthrough. So if you want a breakthrough, I believe one is coming. I can't wait to celebrate with you. You may have seen these cards. You may have been given one of these cards. These are, these are bookmarks. Some of you, uh, you don't use bookmarks anymore. Me either, <clears throat> except when I get something like this, I put it in my Kindle case so that every time I read my Bible using my Kindle, I think about this. It's blank on the back so that you can begin thinking and writing down your stronghold, your number one, maybe two and three strongholds that you're gonna be praying for God to intervene in. I'm gonna invite you to do that personally at your seat. And then at the end, I just wanna lay all the cards out on the table. Ron's gonna come out and play softly and we're gonna sing. And I'm gonna invite you to walk forward and pin your breakthrough on the cross. Now this one you take home. Some people put it on the cross, that's okay. But I have different cards up here and you're gonna write your breakthrough on a Sharpie. Put it, if you wanna write it on the front, you're like, this needs to be public, go ahead and put it on the front and pin it to the cross. But this is our physical beginning of surrendering what we need God to fix at the feet of the cross. So don't worry, don't, don't be fearful about coming forward. This is your church family. Um, what matters more is that you are among people who love you and who are gonna pray for your breakthrough. Every week, I'm gonna be looking at those cards and kind of peeling them back. You don't have to put your name on it. I'm gonna be peeling them back and then sending it out to our ministry teams to be praying over your breakthrough because I believe God's gonna do big things during this challenge. John chapter five is where we're gonna be. If you uh, want to open up the Bible and join us there. That would be a good idea. The version, Y-O-U, version Bible app is a great place to start because you can highlight stuff and go back to it later. Um, one more warning. <clears throat> this is gonna go a little long. Aren't you glad you're not in Coastal Kids, babe? Um, so this is gonna go a little long. I know I've conditioned you to kind of a brief uh, 25, 30-minute sermon, um, but this is the launch into what I believe is gonna be a big deal with you and God, and I couldn't cram it any tighter than I I did. So I want want you to just prepare yourselves, your attention span, your rear end, you know, silence your phones, all that good stuff. The kids are in good hands. We're gonna gonna spend time getting ready for what God's gonna do next. We'll we'll have you out of here in three hours. So anything less than that's a, a, a bonus, right? So do you want a breakthrough? John chapter five, verse one. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, visualize this for me, would you? Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, and paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? And that's why I asked you, do you want a breakthrough? 
He's been in this situation for 38 years. It seems like a dumb question, but it, some people are not ready for a breakthrough no matter how long it's been. But are you ready for a breakthrough? So he asks the, the lame man, are you ready for a breakthrough? Let's talk about this pool at Bethesda. There's some superstition surrounding this pool. It is believed, <clears throat> there is legend, has it, that if this pool is stirring, that the angels are the ones that are stirring the pool. And after the angels have stirred the pool, if you're the first lame or ill person to jump into that pool, you will be magically healed. And it's like the fountain of youth back in Bible times. And so this guy, I don't know how long he's been sitting here trying to do this, but can you please picture this? How cruel a legend like that is to, to put all these lame people together in the same place where they're crawling over each other, pushing each other, stomping on top of faces and whatever wounded body parts are there so that they can get a healing for themselves. And this is a picture of our, of our culture stepping on, pushing out of the way, doing whatever it takes to get what we need, and every time being disappointed. Can you imagine how many times has this guy tried to get in this pool? How many times has he pled with someone, can you please help me get in the pool? How many days has he, how many days has he been staying there begging? How, how many years, 38 years, has he been waiting for a breakthrough? chasing a lie that must have exhausted him and left him more hopeless than the, than, the, than the illness itself. And he had lost all hope that a breakthrough was possible. There is no depression darker than that place you reach when you decide there is no breakthrough possible. I wanna tell you right now, breakthrough is possible. Breakthrough is possible. Would you say that with me so that you get it in your head? Breakthrough is possible. If you're, if you're watching online, I invite you to type that in the comments. Breakthrough is possible. So do you want a breakthrough? Jesus asks the lame man. He's asking, he's asking you as well. Number two, where are you looking for a breakthrough? After Jesus says, hey, do you wanna get well? We read this in verse seven. I can't, sir. Do you wanna get well? And he says, I can't. I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. About four or five years ago, when I was still playing basketball with guys a lot younger than me, right, Pat, right, uh, right, Ron Trahan. Yep, <laughs> we do old guys versus young guys, and we totally put a hurting on them uh, a good amount of the time. Uh, we we beat them with wisdom, and uh, I jammed my finger so bad that I like could barely use it, and I. Because I'm a guy, I just you know ignored it. After a while, it just kept swelling, and I'm like, I think this thing is broken. So I do what any what any dude would do. I go to WebMD. 
and I, I look up, broken finger, you know what, oh, they're not gonna do anything. Well, who cares then? Okay, and <clears throat> so I am convinced my finger is broken. My wife's like, go to the doctor. I'm tired of hearing you whine. So I, <clears throat> so I go to the doctor. You all are amen at the wrong parts here, okay? <laughs> so, so I go to the doctor, and, and the doctor comes in, what seems to be the problem? And I tell her exactly what the problem is. I got a broken finger. She says, oh, how do you know that? I was on a WebMD and uh, I, I, I read down the list and I have like all the symptoms, so I must have a broken finger. And she says, well, let's do, she touches it, moves it, and you know, and then, you know, other torture. And then, uh, you know, of course, we have to get an X-ray, right? She wants to look on the inside and she says, Mr. Goldsmith, you do not have a broken finger. You just need to stop playing basketball like you're 20 years younger than you are. I don't remember exactly how she said it, but it was, it was demeaning, okay? She says you need to rest. You, you, need to, you need to stop. So where are you looking for your breakthrough? I had to finally look to the doctor because I was too stupid to stop. And she says, hey, you, you need to stop. You need to stop what you're doing. You can't be looking for, you know, for, for help. I, I was all looking for help at WebMD instead of looking to you know, a real MD. So where are you looking for your breakthrough? The guy is talking to the son of God himself and he's still hung up on this superstitious plan. But Jesus didn't say, hey, uh, would you like me to help you get into that pool so that you could be the first one? Um, how do you want me to fix you is how we would like God to interact with us, right? Let me tell you what's wrong with me, God, and then I'm gonna tell you what I'd like for you to prescribe. I'd like it to be quick, easy, and painless. And those are very rarely how God brings healing. But this guy's talking to the son of man and uh, son of God himself and he's still hoping for healing that comes from a fairy tale. And he responds the same way all of us do, by comparing and complaining, listing all the reasons why we can never get a breakthrough. And so you may be in that situation right now. In fact, there may be some like underlying breakthroughs that you've given up on. You need the Holy Spirit to like reveal those to you right now there's always gotta be someone richer than us, right? Oh, I could, I could be debt-free and, and tithe on, you know, to the church if I had more money, right? Or I could, I could go on that mission trip that God keeps telling me to go on if yada, yada. And, and I could have a better marriage if I didn't marry such a punk. And I, that's my wife's prayer. And then I could, you know, I, <laughs> we have a great marriage, by the way, 25 years. And uh, because I know I'm a punk, that's why we have a great marriage. And you, know, you might say, hey, I wish if I just had children that don't behave like demons that just recently escaped hell. And I, I could do so much better, better parenting if they didn't just push me to the very edge, right? And, and I could do better with addiction if I didn't have so much stress or if I didn't have parents that led me in this direction. And you just make excuse after excuse after excuse. You're, you're not looking in the right places for strongholds and it's led you to give up on, for breakthroughs and it's led you to give up on any hope. So what I'm telling you to do is to look for your breakthrough in Jesus and to not look any further. 
And that gives us, by the way, no more excuses, no more comparing, because Jesus, he's your doctor and he's gonna be like, I'm looking at you and here is your prescribed plan. And that brings us to our third point. Do you know how to get a breakthrough? Verse eight, Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. Now don't you wanna break through like this? What did it say? Immediately, whoo, I like that word. I like that word. I, we're not gonna go into the Greek there, but it's, it means, you know, right now. That is my favorite timing for breakthrough. And some of you are jealous of the lame man's breakthrough, but I wanna remind you, he waited 38 years for that immediate breakthrough. You know, there's the analogy about the ice cube and the ice cube, you know, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, below that it starts melting. You can, it can be, uh, you can, it, sorry, above that it starts melting. It can be, it can be 31 degrees and that ice cube won't melt. 32 degrees, it's gonna stay steady. 33, it begins to melt just a little. 34, and as it goes up a little more and a little more, breakthrough happens and change occurs. You may be feeling like, man, I've already, I've already done this. I've already tried this. There's, I've already tried to get clean. I've already tried to get sober. I've already tried with my marriage. I've already tried to not scream at my kids. I've already tried to get debt free. And that temperature just keeps rising and you need to go to Jesus and do what he says. He tells this man, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. It's like he kind of interrupts the guy's excuses. Jesus says, are you ready to get well? And he goes, nah, not really, I can't. It's not possible for me to get well. Jesus, I love that Jesus is gracious enough that even in our stupidity, he heals us. Even as we're like going on and on and on about how this will never work, Jesus is like, just get up, just get up. I can't even stand to hear your excuses anymore. Get up, you are healed. And so I don't know who needs to hear that today. Get up, you are healed. Would you stand up with me? <laughs> because we're gonna believe that you are healed in the future. We're gonna believe that God is both capable and willing to bust through your stronghold and bring a breakthrough. I'm gonna invite our prayer team forward because uh, I want to provide an opportunity, as I said, uh, maybe there's someone here who needs to turn our life over to Jesus for the first time and say, Jesus, I'm, I'm gonna make you the boss of my life. I've tried being you know, my own WebMD, but I want you to be the boss. I wanna go to you for healing. Some of you need to come forward and talk to one of our prayer partners for that. Some of you, uh, hopefully lots of you, have identified a stronghold and you need to come forward and grab one of these cards and nail it to the cross. Right on the back, hey, this is what I'm trusting God for a, for a breakthrough. Would you, uh, would you come forward now as we listen to the music and sing?
Is there anyone who needs prayer? Strongholds push back. We're here to push with you. We're here to, to be your strength. Is there anyone who needs us to pray over you? Maybe there's physical healing. You know, Lord can do that. I have no problem praying for the Lord to physically heal somebody. Maybe your marriage needs prayed over, needs healing. Let's pray together. Let's, don't be the lonely, weak zebra. Let's take on this together. Plenty of room here. We've cleared out some chairs. Plenty of people available to pray with you. We have more even ready to come. Let this be your turning point. To let it all go. I see it now. I'm laying it down, but I know that I need you. I run to the Father, I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding, no reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon, my soul needs a friend. So I run to the Father again and again and again and again. Oh, 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 oh. Still room, still time. You saw my condition, had a plan from the stars. If you don't have the guts to come the forward, grab somebody's for hand next to you and say, would you walk forward with me? The price for my heart. Someone next to you looks like they need to come forward. Just tap their hand and see if you can help. Everybody's a minister here. For that kind of love, I don't understand. I can't comprehend. All I know is I need you. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the high. Reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I run to the Father again and again. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the high. No reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I run to the Father. Are you ready for breakthrough? Don't leave here with a bean in your ear. Come to the Father. According to science, uh, livescience.com, these zebras live in large herds because it protects them. And they have these stripes that God himself designed and painted each one of them uniquely. And they travel in herds because together their prey cannot discern an individual zebra apart, of, apart from the herd. 
And it's when the zebra gets separated from the herd that it makes it really easy for that lion to see. But together, together, you will be safe. There's actually some signals that the zebra give one another. Their nostrils flare. They look in a certain direction. The hair stands up on their neck. They may even snort a little. Their ears go back. And the zebras in the herd, they, they depend on those signals from other zebras in the herd. And so that's why it's so important not to tackle your strongholds by yourself. Even, even now, there's still time. Ron's gonna sing just one more time. Even now, there's still time to decide, yeah, I wanna break through and I'm gonna do whatever it takes. I'm gonna trust that Jesus is capable of healing. Yes, I surrender Oh, I surrender Yes, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender. Oh, I surrender. There is time, but it is now. Yes, I surrender. If God is leading, give in. Yes, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, surrender all. As we keep singing, uh, we will keep this area open because this is the most important thing that will happen during this challenge. You deciding, this is, this is it. I'm gonna turn this over to you, God. His if today's the day you want to put your faith in Jesus, man, I don't want you to walk out of here without Jesus. Just come up right here in front of me. I'll pray with you myself. I want to introduce you to Jesus and how you can depend on him, how you can make him your boss, and how he will breathe new life into every area. Lord, I pray for those that are still, still struggling, still holding out. Give them boldness. Father, I pray for those who are deciding what to fast from. Would you bring wisdom for every scenario? Would you make us stronger as a church? Would we in this moment get to hear the strongholds of others and get excited and our faith increase for your capacity to break through our own strongholds as well. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening and we hope you were blessed by today's teaching. We would love to connect with you and here are some ways you can connect with us. You can submit a prayer request, find a life group, or check out some of the upcoming events at sebastianchurch.com go. Join us here again for the next episode.